Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. It is Friday. Um, if you are in the state of Georgia, it is the final week of the regular season for football. Um, high school basketball is firing up. They will start their season next week, I believe. So it, it's even in, even at the high school level, it's con the convergence of all good things. Shout out to all those coaches who've made it through another season of trying to um, mold men, help them um, get to their greatest potential on and off the field. And shout out to all those players out there who stuck it out the in, the entire season. Especially a shout out to all of those young men who worked out in the spring and went through spring practice and then came to all the summer workouts and have been to every practice and have showed up to the games and tried their hardest. You know there's some of those guys out there who they did all of that and they barely played in a game. And you got to admire that dedication because that's what's going to pay off in the long run. That's what's going to be the, 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 the thing that separates them from the common man or woman when they go off into the real world. The ability to not only just be dedicated to something, but to de be dedicated, show up, and give your all every single time. That's how people are successful in life. So shout out to all of those guys. I do have some fresh hate, though, because it's Friday, and, you know, why not have a little fresh hate on Friday? It feels as if we arbitrarily – I shouldn't say arbitrarily. That's the wrong word. It feels as if we predetermine who we want to make the villain and who we want to make the hero. I always think about it. When I look at personalities and how they move, when I look at coaches or people in the media or athletes or actors or musicians or performers, I look at who becomes the next it thing and who doesn't. And I always try to weigh, okay, they're just really talented versus, okay, there's some type of agenda. It's clear to me that a guy like Jonathan Majors is ascending up the world of up the acting world, not just because there's an agenda. He is an extremely talented individual. That's why he is ascending the way that he's ascending. I look at a guy like Kyrie Irving, and I believe the same thing. It's not because people like him. It's because his talent is so immense that you can't help but watch him advance. But then I think about all of this stuff going on with him, and, and I'm going, what did he do and or say that warranted him being suspended? And, and before people go, oh, well, he was tone deaf, he didn't understand, I get it. I get it. But if we're really just talking about right and wrong, like he he retweeted something that 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 had a 
that had an anti um that was that was anti-Semitic. Um it was it was it wasn't something that he had retweeted because he agreed with it. It was something that he retweeted because it was an interesting piece of work. It was a documentary that was done. And, and the reason I, I, I dive into this is because we just decided as a society that Kyrie Irving was going to be a villain. The moment that he decided to not take a COVID shot and miss games, the moment that he decided that he didn't want to be in Boston because he didn't like the vibe there, the moment he wasn't the same just happy little sidekick dude to LeBron, we decided we were going to make him the villain. And now everything that he does gets hyper, like hyper-focused on. You know how many people were out there applauding at Jeffrey Dahmer? That Jeffrey Dahmer doc, they were out there promoting a documentary about a white guy exploiting the inner city neighborhoods and killing black people. Nobody held, had an issue with it. Nobody has an issue every year when they come out with a Dahmer doc. No one says, hey, if you support the Dahmer doc, then you obviously hate black people. Nobody makes that jump. But every time you think something is interesting that is said that goes against like what, what the powers believe, all of a sudden you gotta you have to you have to you have to like come with hat in hand. They essentially bullied Kyrie Irving into apologizing. They they they, they moved the goalpost on him, right? Because it was about this, and then they moved it all the way to, oh, well, what do you have against Jewish people? The man ain't said nothing like that. In his original address, when the when the um, journalist, and I use journalists with quotations, when he asked him the question, he said, listen, I don't stand with this. I don't. He said it as clear as day. I just thought that this was interesting. So I retweeted it. And they're like, well, you used your platform to promote. So why do you keep saying promote? I was not promoting it. I just retweeted it. Yeah, but your platform, you have a responsibility. Why does Kyrie Irving have a responsibility? And the journalist doesn't. How is it that Kyrie Irving is expected to be beyond reproach, but a journalist isn't? How did that become a thing? We decided that we wanted to make Kyrie a villain, so we made him a villain. This happens all the time. Coach Prime is in what I consider to be the worst situation he could possibly be in. While all of you might think he's in the greatest situation, he's in the worst situation. And I'm just talking about from my perspective, right? Because here's the thing. Coach Prime went to an HBCU. Now, if we want to believe that Coach Prime felt that he had a calling to go to an HBCU and evoke change, or whether we want to believe that Coach Prime went to an HBCU because that was his foot into the door of college coaching. 
whichever you want to believe, right? Does not matter. What should matter is the work he's done at Jackson State. The, the amount of light he has shined on HBCUs, the, re, the residual effect, Grambling hiring a legitimate, like, proven commodity as a head coach, right? Other schools up in the ante when it comes to, oh, um, Tennessee, um, Tennessee State hiring Eddie George, a known commodity. He he bringing in other well-known head, well-known coaches to help him. Like all of these things matter. Facilities, the amount of revenue that's that's drawn at each game because Coach Prime and his undefeated team is coming to town. All of these things, all of these things are prevalent, right? All of these things matter. And so at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what reason he has for being here. It doesn't matter what his reasoning is for showing up. It only matters that what he does here is great for the organization. If it's not great for the organization, then what are we talking about, right? But it is, it's great. Now, here's where it gets funny. Coach Prime isn't supposed to want to coach at the highest level of college coaching. So here's here's the problem. If he decides that he has a dream of coaching at the highest level of college coaching, here's the perception. If he leaves, certain people are going to say he was chasing money. Others are going to say he used the HBCU. But of, of course he used the HBCU. Every coach that moves on to another job used the job beforehand to get the new job. In every walk of life, you use the job that you left to get the job that you currently have. Why would that be any different? Why is the word used so dirty when it comes to that situation? He's going to be made a villain, right? Right now, he's a hero. If he leaves, he's going to be a villain. We've already decided it. We put in the markers for villainry already. All of the stuff that, that they said about Deion Sanders when he first took the job, oh, He'll never coach a day there. Oh, he's only there to use um, Jackson State. He doesn't really care about Jackson State. They'll forget about all of the great stuff he's done in the two and a half years on the job. They'll only remember, they'll only remember that he left for XYZ school. He'll be a villain because now when he goes to the new school, Everybody's going to expect him to do at the new school what he did at Jackson State. Except it ain't that easy. Because HBCUs, their football's not at the level. So when he went into Jackson State, just adding a few more pieces 
was able to elevate the play of the team immediately. If you go into Auburn, it's going to take more than a few more pieces, my guy. And if you take your son with you, there's a chance that life might be different for him up there as well. So all of it points to if he doesn't have the utmost success at wherever he goes next, he's going to be looked at as a failure. But if he stays at Jackson State, right? If he stays at Jackson State and he becomes the Eddie Robinson of Jackson State, what has he really accomplished? The only way to accomplish big things at Jackson State is to move Jackson State and five to six other schools to the next level. Now, if he does that, then he leaves. Maybe now he's a hero. But any other way, he's in a bad spot. He's going to be a villain. You know what else is interesting to me? When we start to create heroes out of people who only just took the blueprint of the hero that came before them. We start to make heroes out of people who are doing nothing different than the people who came before them. Josh Allen is the new kids on the block to Cam Newton's new addition. Everything that Cam Newton did is what Josh Allen is doing. Even, even down to the fact that the same people that discovered new kids on the block are the people who discovered new edition. And then all of the mistakes that they made with new edition, they tried to correct with new kids on the block. So the same coaches and GMs that had Cam Newton at, at Carolina and never gave him any legitimate receiving weapons. This man took Ted Ginn and a loaf of bread to the to the to the Super Bowl. He never got a digs. He never got a digs. He had some tight ends. He never got a digs. This man did all of those things. They got a chance to get another dude that just happens to be white. And they have put everything in place for this dude to be successful. Including the offensive game plan of we're not going to run him into the ground just because he's bigger, faster, and stronger than everyone else. We're going to run him diplomatically. We're going to let him run when he chooses to run. All of those things. But they don't run him into the ground. And now Josh Allen has become the new kids on the block to the new addition version of Cam Newton. That's how we end up with heroes and we end up with villains. That's how these people are considered heroes and these other people are not. It's interesting. The narratives are always spun for us. The narratives are always created to give somebody somewhere a leg up. And it is, without question, the most frustrating thing that we have in sports. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Salt Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, all the jazz. 
Till next time. Peace.